Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 730 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds argue with each other. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs>Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Episode 84. I'm Casey Ryan. And I'm Todd Panic. And, and we, we watched Zoom. Something about superheroes. Don't even care that much. <laughs> Academy oh. for Superheroes? Is uh, that what it is? Yeah, that's when they released it on Blu-ray. Zoom Academy of Superheroes. <sighs> Who gives a shit? Because that will make up for the shitty movie and all the money it lost at the box office. Oh, yeah. Parents, uh, normally when we do kids' movies, oh. we don't swear or drink beer i'll put a disclaimer in the episode sure. too but fuck this movie oh 100 <laughs> i would rather have re-watched and re-podcasted sky high oh, sky sky high is a brilliant movie compared to this this is garbage this is hot garbage this feels like a first draft that they're just like yeah that's good enough oh yeah horrible so shockingly as i was watching this the boys came down oh, joseph no. was downstairs first he's like I've seen this, and oh, he sat with God. me for the, the last half of the movie when Joseph. it came down. The goon comes downstairs with like 10 minutes ago. He goes, you're watching Zoom? I love this movie. And Joe and I just both looked at him like, are you taking the pot? Yeah. Is this like the Hocus Pocus of their generation, where my generation is obsessed with the garbage pile that is Hocus Pocus? Uh, never seen it. No. Don't. You don't ever need to. I saw it once, and I'm like, what the fuck is everybody talking about? Oh. This movie's terrible. Yeah. And it's getting a sequel. That's shocking. Uh, th this movie is... Okay, well... Uh, this is definitely not Tim Allen's best work. No. 
No. Oh, that still Lord. holds Galaxy Quest. Oh, those two movies shouldn't even be discussed in the same sentence. <sighs> okay. Okay. So there's only one thing that's going to get me oh, through this. Yeah, since we are. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. What are we drinking? Uh, oh, wait. <sighs> nice. Right on there. Uh, so, you know, big assist from our pals over at Branching Out Bottle Shop in Township 5 here in the greater Syracuse, New York area. You will not find a better beer selection around. We had a little bit of a, some logistical challenges this week. We uh, Yeah, you, you went out of town with your new job. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just the timing was tough. So we, we put up the bat signal, as it were. <laughs> I usually like to because once I get there, I, and it's fully on me, I forget everything about the movie. I'm like, there are people in it. They act. There's cameras somewhere, I'm sure. All this beer. Like, I get overwhelmed by the beer. There's Seriously. Beer. So that's why I'm always like, hey, these are the themes. These are the things. Uh, so brilliant. When I, when I picked up the beer, oh my God. amazing. Perfect. So initially, I listed the powers that are in the movie, which let's wait to talk about how sure. someone can have two powers. When that are totally someone... unrelated. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, at first, uh, one of the powers that I listed was telekinesis. Sure. First, uh, Joel's like, we literally have a beer here called telekinesis. We're in a group chat with the four of us, Joel, Chris, you and me. Yep. I, somehow I mentioned G13. Yeah. I don't remember how. And Chris is like, we literally have a beer coming in that is called G13. I'm like, sold. That's it. <laughs> that can't, it can't be anything else. So this beer comes to us from Sweetwater Brewing Company. They're out of Atlanta, Georgia. Hmm. It's a brewery I've drank many times. Uh, this is a favorite, uh, or I've had a variety of these at Chuck's house uh, on more than one occasion. I'm sure you have. <laughs> so this is one of their limited runs. Their beers are really good. I hadn't seen this one before, but now that I've smelled it, I'll be getting more of it. So this oh, yeah. uh, Sweetwater Brewery has been making tasty brews in the heart of the South since 1997. What started as a pipe dream of two college buddies has turned into a dream job full of great adventure and lip-smacking beers. <laughs> now, it's fascinating that they would refer to themselves in the company bio as, uh, you know, this started as a pipe dream. Because oh, our boy. beer is named after the famous G13 strain of 420. This is 420 Strain G13 IPA. See, now, uh, as a non-marijuana user, I didn't catch any of that. (laughs) My God, there's a 420 on here. Okay, sure. Yeah. So this aromatic, super hybrid, sticky IPA is first and foremost a phenomenally delicious and drinkable beer with the added bonus of an olfactory experience that mimics that of the legendary G13 Cannabis Sprit Strain. So you just took away from the can. Oh, yeah. It has a distinctive smell. Yeah, but there's, there's no pot in this, right? There, it is not. It it's is not, not weed beer. Okay. No, to um, they added some of their dankest hops, uh, <laughs> Columbus and Simcoe, plus two dry hop additions to achieve the aroma. Their brewers found the perfect botanically sourced strain-specific terpenes and married them with proprietary natural hemp-type flavor, both perfectly complementing the hops in the IPA. This is a 6% alcohol by volume and 48 IBUs. All right. So with that, cheers. Okay. That is incredibly refreshing. Yeah. That's very nice. That's a... Thanks, Carissa. I see what they were going for. Oh, yeah. And they did it. No, they did it. Oh, oh my. That's a good beer. Yeah. That is delicious. I'm 
I'm very much going to enjoy drinking that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So um, reshoots and reaction. Reshoots. We've got a couple. Yeah. Uh, let's get the one right out of the way. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to reshoot myself. Oh, no. So you, oh, gonna... you've already started editing last episode, Age of Ultron. I'm actually done with it. You're done yeah. with it? Okay. <laughs> so I got to do my part. Apparently, throughout the entire episode, I consistently referred to Natasha Romanoff, the Black Widow, as... Natalie. Natalie. <laughs> Which is her name in uh, Iron Man 2. She's Natalie Rustman. That's clearly what I was going for. It's a throwback. But it was so... Like, <laughs> it didn't even register at first. It was probably around, like, the farmhouse. Mm-hmm. I heard you go, Bruce and Natalie. And I'm like, yeah. Ah, I just did it the one time. And then it just kept happening. I'm like, I got to let Todd know. So, yes, I did that. And and then I went, ah, am I going to go through and buzz him? No. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got that one out of the way. Okay. During uh, Megamind, we were yes. talking about... Um, the different types of narratives where it's like uh, it, it starts in one place and goes backwards. Yep. The flashback technique. I found two different ones. Book and flashbacks. A scene or sequence that is in the present that appears to start and end the film. Book ending the story. Makes perfect sense. Sure. Uh, the perfect examples are Saving Private Ryan. Yep. Tell me I was a good man. <laughs> and uh, even better, uh, Fight Club. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the beginning of Fight Club, when he's got the gun in his mouth, mm-hmm. he pulls it out. He goes, I can't think of anything to say. And at the end of the film, it starts with him with the gun in the mouth. He pulls it out and he goes, I still can't think of anything to say. And Tyler goes, flashback humor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, what wall did we just break? Yeah. And then the other one is a preview flashback. This is what Megamind was. Got it. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Megamind's a bookend because it yeah. starts at one point and goes back to that same yep. point. Uh, a flash, uh, preview flashback. Uh, the film starts on a scene or sequence midway or two th- ways through the film, and then flashes back to the start, running through uh, chronologically at the end. Uh, Michael Clayton, Goodfellas, Mission Impossible Three. Okay, those are all examples of that. So, okay, um, sweet. Yeah, that answers awesome. that, huh? Uh, and there was something else you sent that I got right. What did I get right? That you challenged me on, mm. and I remember thinking, yes, I will take a win at that one. Mm. Uh, mm. Hold on. Oh, we'll find this motherfucker. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, James Spader is the voice of the Iron yes! Legion. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's uh, right. I just like the fact that, uh, that I'm not going crazy. I was yeah. like, I swear to God. I, I thought that. it was a mixture, and that's what we both said, that it was a mixture. I thought mix, it was a mixture yeah. of... Jarvis or uh, Paul Bettany and Robert Downey Jr. You thought it was a mixture of Paul Bettany and and James Spader. It is just, just James Spader, which makes sense. Then you know the voice imprint is what becomes Got Ultron. It. So okay. that makes sense to oh, me. Great little, uh, great little uh, follow up there from the human garbage pile that is Joss Whedon. <laughs> oh, yeah. So still not coming on podcast. Got it. Okay. No lifelong ban. All right. Uh, any other reshoots reactions? Not that I can think of. I think we're good. This movie is based on a book that is far better received: "The Amazing Adventures from Zoom's or Amazing Adventures from Zoom's Academy" by Jason Lethko. Uh, he worked as a director, animator, producer, and a storyboard artist for decades at Walt Disney Studios, Warner mm. Brothers. Sony Pictures, and DreamWorks. Nice. He is the recipient of several awards. He's written five book series. This, uh, The Amazing Adventures from Zoom's Academy, was his first. It won a Young Artist Award in 2007. 
His other series include The Misadventures of Benjamin Piff, The Mysterious Mr. Spines, No Place Like Holmes, and Tales from Adventureland. So I, I want to be really clear. I think this is a horrible adaptation of what looks to be a much stronger book series. So my apologies to Mr. Lethko. Um, the movie is directed by Peter Hewitt. He's got some directing credits, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. The worst Bill and Ted movie. Yep. Okay, let's keep going. The Borrowers. Yeah. And, and uh, another movie that we're going to have to review in this podcast. There's no need to fear. Underdog is here. Yes, yes, yes. I missed that one. Uh, he also directed Garfield the movie. Explains a lot. The writing team, David Berenbaum and Adam Rifkin. David Berenbaum wrote Elf. And the Spiderwick Chronicles. Okay, so were there other writers on both those movies? I'm sure there were. So he did some punch-up and forced his name onto the... That's possible. Yeah. And also Adam Rifkin, who has a variety of credits, both as an uh, actor, writer, director, wrote The Chase, which was the Charlie Sheen. Yep. Christy Swanson, yeah. Yep. Mouse Hunt with Nathan Lane. And... <laughs> Small Soldiers. Wait a minute. Uh, it's Nathan Lane and somebody else. Is it John uh... Turturro? Hang on, I got it. Okay. Uh, also, um, Small Soldiers, which was a fun movie. Underdog, so that was clearly a, another collaboration with Peter Hewitt, the director. Yeah. And The Last Movie Star. Yeah, I remember seeing that and being like, yeah. one of these things is not, not like the like others. Not like the others, yeah. Like, not just in, like, good or bad script, tone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The Last Movie Star is not this movie, uh... The mousetrap, a mouse hunt, rather. Uh, mousetrap is probably more like the last picture star. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is Lee Evans, who nobody of real importance. He was Tucker in There's Something About Mary. Tucker. Was, yeah. he, the, was he the one who pretended to be differently abled? Yeah, I believe he did. Okay. So different time. on this guy. It's a different time. <laughs> Uh, oh, and his known fours are The Fifth Element, he was Fog, uh, Mouse Hunt, There's Something About Mary, and The Medallion. The Medallion. Jackie Chan oh, and I Jennifer Love that. Hewitt. Yes. Oh, good Lord. Good God. So those are the writers and directors. We talked about the, the origin coming from books. Mm -hmm. You mentioned Tim Allen. So I just want to kind of put this in sequence timeline. So... The the Sant well home improvement you know spins out of his stand up career. Uh -huh. The TV series runs nineteen ninety one to ninety nine. Yep. During that, he explodes in Hollywood. So the Santa Claus is ninety four. Toy Story is ninety five. Um, he's got some movies, some of which really sucked. Remember uh, for richer or poorer? Yes. And can <laughs> can I admit something? Yeah. Completely forgot he was Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> You're kidding. I, just, I was like, that's somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> well, now it's Chris Evans. Is it really? Yeah, they're doing a, a movie where it's like the real astronaut that Buzz Lightyear the toy is based off of. Okay, that's wild. I, I'm like, wait, what? And, of course, that's a fictional. It's not, oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's not like a within person, the, yeah. the universe. But it's, okay. it's voiced by Chris Evans. <laughs> uh, 1999 is his high water mark, of course, with the, yeah. Galaxy Quest. Yeah. And from there, you know, I would suggest that things start to go downhill. <laughs> you know, early 2000s, he's got Big Trouble, Santa Claus 2, Christmas with the Cranks. Oh. And then in 2006, Zoom is released. 
So I think part of it is also that, do you know the history behind, I don't think they covered it in the documentary for Galaxy Quest, and if they did, it was really quick. Galaxy Quest was originally supposed to be a hard R comedy. I don't think. And then it got cut down to being a PG-13 movie, and he was very vocal about how he didn't like that. Really? I don't think it would have been as funny if it was hard R. I, it, it is p- perfect the way it is. It, yeah. I mean, clearly the, the final product speaks for itself. Right? Yeah. Well, that, that's why the uh, during the chomper scene, well, that's why they oh. said, well, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> very clearly. Very clearly and very visibly. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't do a reshoot? Yeah. yeah nope. Could not. Uh, and then finally, the money. This is a depressing story. Oh, God. This is a big budget movie. This movie had a $75 million budget. My God. $75 million, right? How much of that was Tim Allen's cocaine? Oh, well, oh sorry. No, he, he never <laughs> he, snorted not, it. He, he only, only shoved it. it up his butt. Got it. Uh, and snitched on all of his friends. <laughs> Am I saying anything you're, wrong? You're he, not saying anything wrong. He named names just less than a jail sentence. Okay, so from 2006 to today in 2021, you've got about a 35% increase, right? So Good 75 God. million, another third of that, 25. So that's about a $100 million budget today. Would you like to take a guess at what it did at the box office on that $75 million budget? I'm going to guess uh, 12. $12 million. Yes. That was really impressive. Uh, <laughs> I did not look this up, I promise. Shocker, complete box office flop. And although there's plenty more material to adapt, that's no, it. Uh, well, give it time. They, I, do you see that they just announced they're going to do uh, Flight of the Navigator? Uh, Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard. That okay. makes me excited. She's a great director. That movie holds a special fucking place in my heart. I love Flight of the Navigator. Really? Oh, yeah. That's I'm sorry. A boy gets kidnapped by an alien and then gets to help that alien go home by flying through outer space. Oh, that's the one with the no inertia, right? The whole the sphere that there's no inertia in it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With oh, yeah, Paul yeah. Rubens doing the voice of the computer. Is it really? It's Paul. Oh, it's, I love that movie. That yeah. is a great movie. Compl- oh, yeah, I'm with you. So I was 15 when that came out. God, it's so, so that, good. okay, that makes sense. All right. Uh, what do you got? You got anything in terms no, of no, almost cast? If anybody. I mean, it's Tim w- Allen. Clearly, yeah, t- t- Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Courtney Cox was probably, I mean, she's three years removed from Friends. Did you watch the outtakes at the end? Or? <laughs> yes. There were some fun. <laughs> there were, the outtakes were funnier than the movie. Like to poop our pants. Uh, what? <laughs> how about when uh, it's her? Courtney Cox and Tim Allen, mm-hmm. uh, that the shot in the hallway in the lab there, and she's like, oh, "Where's Matthew? Uh, where's Matt LeBlanc? <laughs> Matt LeBlanc? Yeah." One of my notes was this movie would probably have been funnier with Matthew Perry. One hundred percent. Though probably they stayed away from that because three years. If this had been like five or six years after Friends, this would have been a fun little look. We got them back together. How adorable is this? It was too soon enough. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah, and they were both probably trying to act. Distance themselves. Well, he played her boyfriend on uh, Cougar Town. Oh, okay. In the later seasons. And, you know, they, they've run into each other a couple times on stuff. Oh, 2014. Yeah. Okay. 2006. Well, in 2004, Matthew Perry had done the whole 10 yards. <sighs> Not as good as the first one. Nope. Um, the Ron Clark story. Numb. Birds of America. 17th again. Don't look up, boy. The Ron Clark story. Okay. Don't right. know that one. Uh, it's a story about he's a 
He's oh, an idealistic it, teacher. Leads yeah, a small yeah, hometown. It's, it's dangerous minds. Yeah, yeah. Dangerous it, minds. Stand and deliver. One, stand and deliver. Thank yeah. you. Oh no. What, what's the one with uh, EJ Elst? That's is that stand and deliver? That's stand and deliver. I'm thinking of what's the one with Morgan, Morgan Freeman? Freeman? Uh, Morgan. Morgan Freeman. Freeman with a baseball bat. <laughs> uh, that was. Lean on me. In my head, I had Stand by and, Me, and that's another great. That's movie. another great movie. Uh, Man, which is all not, these movies we're mentioning that, that we're are not like talking about light years better than this garbage <laughs> pile of a movie. <laughs> oh, so you said it. You know, before we got into this, this movie pales. They shouldn't even be referenced together. But how wonderful is Sky High compared to this movie? I think it should because it is clearly that older studio mentality. Uh, Volcano, Dante's Peak, blah blah blah. You know the movie that connects to the other movie. Yep. It's a it's an aged hero, and it's not his son, but he has to train some kids. Yep. And there's an old nemesis from the past. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, Come yeah, yeah. On this yeah. movie is just yeah, and <sighs> and timing wise, Sky High's 2005. This is 2006. Thank you. I remember when this came, you know, I, I never saw Sky High until we did it for the podcast because, okay. to be fair, the previews made it look a lot worse than the actual movie sure. is. Sure. It's a bad preview. Go back and watch yeah. it. And you're just like, <laughs> wow. And then this came out the next year. It's like, uh, you know, I think I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is also the beginning of the downfall of the superhero movie. So sure. I didn't like that they uh, were again that that low point before we get a resurgence with the dark or Batman Begins and Batman Iron Begins, Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, literally the same year as this, right? Two thousand six or two thousand five? Excuse me, same year Sky High. Uh, yeah, Batman. it wasn't. It wasn't oh eight. No, that's Dark Knight. Oh, oh Dark Knight. Right, guy. Okay, because yep. oh five. So the Dark Knight. The night before I got married. That's right. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. I'm a fucking nerd. nerd. All right. Um, uh, let's just get into this. Yeah. Roll the film. God in heaven. Have mercy on our souls. All right. Much like Sky High, it definitely tells you where we're at. Here's a comic book, you know, down to like the graphics, the panel style. I'm going to try not to get frustrated with this movie. <laughs> it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Just, it's also like, I don't remember the plot of Sky High, but I don't remember having any problem with the opening comic book thing being like, got it. I know where we are. Yeah. I got lost in this opening thing. Did Concussion get a second dose of G13 to turn him evil? No. So Gamma 13 is, yeah. the, is the energy. In the, in the same way in this movie, the Gamma 13 was used to make them more powerful. Mm -hmm. They already had powers. We'll blast them with this additional energy. It'll make them stronger. It'll accelerate their powers. Yeah. yeah. It drives concussion mad. So we learned that uh, in the past, the Zenith team, five young superheroes who fought to protect the world from evil, con consisting of Zoom, Concussion, Marksman, Ace, Daravia, Daravia, Sure. Sure. Doesn't uh, matter because we're never going to see her. Uh, we see the well, team in a picture. See, yeah, we see it in a picture. Yeah. Wilder Valmarama. I was like, and, oh, and Alexis Bedell from fucking Gilmore Girls is in there too. Oh, I'm I like, what the? Did they owe the studio money? Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. We're going to get a flashback scene with them. I, nope. Do you think there was originally. There it, it's not on the release, uh, but. There's got to be some sort of flashback with that. Where, yeah, like. Where. Yeah, because. Oh, you know what? We're going to take a short little tangent. Escape Room 2. Spoiler alert. I watched it this week. It's all right. 
Um, I mean, it's watered down uh, Final Destination. You're in there to see people die. Got it. You know, yep. you, you know what you're getting into. The movie's going along, and uh, you know, there's this weird opening scene with this little girl and her father kills her mother with an escape room and then she has to start making the escape rooms and then at the end they're in like a new york city like escape room Mm -hmm. and uh the main character falls through the back seat of a taxi into this room where this now teenage version of uh the little girl played by weirdly the girl who played the orphan in the movie the orphan where she's supposed to be like she's got that the disease where she's she seems like a little girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it, I, I never saw it because, like, apparently she just says vulgar things the entire time. I'm like, that's so good. Don't, <laughs> don't need that. And then there's this whole thing, like, taking down the company, all this stuff. And they leave it with an open-ended, like, there could be a third one if they wanted to. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, is it in production? Whatever. I went and looked. And it's describing, like, as you saw, Deborah Ann Wool from oh, I, oh. she's in the first one oh, yeah, falls yeah. to her death but then you find out she didn't and she's the one creating the rooms and maybe she works so for the evil company and i'm going saw yeah <laughs> i don't remember seeing this what the, and i'm like looking up i'm like is there an alternate version and then finally after like digging and digging yeah the theatrical version had that what they're releasing on video is this new ending i'm like so is what? this your way of telling us you're definitely not making a third one yeah. because apparently the the theatrical leaves it as like this giant open-ended let's take down sure minos 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 whatever the company is okay. <laughs> i felt like i was literally living a mandela effect <laughs> but like i had just finished the movie got on my phone to google is it coming and i'm reading this i'm like no that i'm like pointing at my tv like that's not what yeah. I just, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, no, that's unfortunate. That was very unfortunate. Hey, Casey, we're not here to talk about Escape Room. Though. Can we go to Escape Room instead of talking I, about this movie? If I could escape, yeah. You mentioned the Gamma 13. Zoom got more powerful, but then lost his powers. During the fight with concussion. During the right? fight with concussion. Yeah, concussion yeah. turns to the dark side, basically. Red eyes and all. I'm just like, oh, boy. Yeah, right. And this is all narrated by Courtney Cobb. The Zenith Team. Five young superheroes who fought to protect the world from evil. That's right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm listening like, that voice sounds very familiar because the Bean and I are working our way through Friends right now. Oh, and I'm yay. like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I know yay. that voice. And she's still, she's still sticking with it? We've got six episodes left. Oh, wow. Mike and Phoebe just got married. Okay. All right. So, you know who... Phoebe's husband is, right? Oh, yeah, Paul. Oh, Miss, uh, yeah. Mr. Rudd, yes. Mr. We, Rudd. And yeah. the only reason that happened is because he was just supposed to be a guest star in one episode. Yeah. And the cast liked him so much, like, you got to write him in more. That's awesome. And they're like, you got to have them get married. He's great. That's awesome. <laughs> just a testament to what a great man he is. The, in real life, Mr. Actual Paul Rudd, amazing human a being. A wonderful human yep. being. The people who made this movie... Not so much. (laughs) Okay, now we've got the wonderful Rip Torn. I told you not to call me unless the world was going to end. Is General Larrabee. Is he wonderful in this movie? Uh, Listen, everybody cashes a check every now and then. (laughs) (laughs) I have a military question. uh, Sure. And we can ask it now. Yeah. Is he supposed to be wearing his general's hat inside? I thought you... Military no. procedures was to take that off. You take that off unless you're unless you are under he, arms, meaning yeah. you have a sidearm, which he does not. He does not. Yeah. He's got it on. It's like every scene, he's inside. I'm like, 
Do they forget to do his hair? And then there's like, quick, put it on. (laughs) My assumption is when I'm watching a movie, my assumption is that nothing about the military will be right. (laughs) And it's an exception when they get something right. I'm like, oh, they got that right. But me, a civilian, at least knew that. Yes. Yeah. Good call. The first scene, I think it's like his second scene when he's talking with Chevy Chase, walks in, he's wearing his hat. I went, what the? Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Even I know that's not right. That's. Now, what happens? General Larrabee and Dr. Grant, played by the also human garbage pile, Chevy Chase. And is he named Dr. Grant as a dig to Jurassic Park? Because if it is, fuck you guys. I'm sure it's not because, again, this is based on a book. Oh, uh, that's right. He's probably a character I'm sure from the it's book. a character from the book. Is he a bumbling idiot? <laughs> the book? Oh, joy. I don't know. It's 80 Chevy Chase. Fucking hysterical. Sure. 70s, 80s, yeah. 70s, 80s, beautiful. So good. You get into Cops and Robertson territory. And and he's just doing the same shtick over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's the weakest link on Community. Sure. But at least some of those directors knew how to, like, get old school Chevy out of him. Yeah, yeah. I just heard something. Maybe it was a video clip. Maybe it was Joel McHale on the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. Well, I, I... Again, listen, rarely do I agree with Joe Rogan, but I do enjoy the divert, the spread of the people. Yeah, l- listen, I'm not, I fuck uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I totally get that, and I'm not going to argue against he, it. Again, another walking human garbage pile. Uh, I don't argue against that. Um, but Joel McHale was, I think it was there, He was, and he was talking about Chevy on Community. And, he, you know, he talked about... Um, a uh, what's the movie Joel McHale played Chevy Chase? A stupid and futile gesture, which is a wonderful movie. Oh, and he's good as Chevy. He does he, a good Chevy. He talked about basically he hadn't talked to Chev- Chevy in a couple of years, and he was playing him in the. Was film. this on Inside of You? Because he told the same story on Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Maybe that's what it was. If okay. you want to go, if you haven't, go listen to that. Because that's a good Michael yeah. Rosenbaum, not a human garbage pile. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid guy. Yeah, that story's pretty good. Um, but you know, it was just so fascinating. Joe McHale didn't, I, I feel like he didn't, you know, carry Chevy's water. Like he, he shared his perspective, mm-hmm. but he was also, I thought, very fair to Chevy. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, uh, my favorite part of that whole story is when he calls Chevy to tell him, Hey, they want me to play. Is that okay with you? He's like, Oh my God, that's great. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. And then he calls him back f- to go to the premiere and he goes, why the fuck would I want to go to that? Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and that sums up Chevy perfectly yeah, exactly. right there. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. going to be happy for you on some stuff, but not going to go celebrate your fame. That's right. Uh, so Chevy Chase is in this. He's Dr. Grant. Can we spend a minute? Sure. We If it's only a minute, sure. On the font for this movie, aside from the Zoom okay. Academy for Heroes, the font, I feel like it's a font that they use for zany R-rated comedies or a heavy PG-13 comedies in the mid-90s, like Ace Ventura, that kind of like, anyone who's watched the movie, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Why? But, but if you watch and remember the opening credits, I just, I wrote that it felt like the font that was used a lot in like, the. I can't even think of what, uh, besides Ace Ventura is the one that's really sticking out in my head. Even with it like, them sliding in. I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? So I'm not going to lie. I did not notice the font. Again, I am shocked that <laughs> this minute little thing. Yeah. Who would have, who would have, you missed it? and it's and making it's, me want to, you know, yeah, claw that, my that, eyes out. That never happens. 
if there's anything interesting in this story, actually, there's one interesting bit, and I'm sure this is a credit to Mr. Lethko, the creator of the original material. It's this idea that the Area 52, <laughs> Jesus which again is funny. Christ. I'm sure it was funny in the in the book. Um, Area 52 has assembled these children. Huh to combat the threat of concussion coming back they've enlisted zoom the former or the former captain zoom jack trained them uh-huh. because he's lost his powers but interestingly and they are consulted by dr holloway this psychologist clearly infatuated with superheroes and zoom specifically gee i wonder if she's going to have superpowers oh jeez i don't know but the interesting part of this is this whole like layer of subterfuge Dr. Holloway, Jason, the kids, they do not know that concussion is coming back. He was apparently shunted to an alternate dimension. Yeah. And there's a really dark, I mean, it's a really dark plan. Zoom. Jack. The powerless Zoom. Jack. Is the bait. Is he powerless? Well, General Larrabee and Dr. Grant think he's powerless. We know he's not because right in the beginning he vibrates his finger to make chocolate milk. or Uh, He's making a smoothie, but it's just like, why... Show us that right after saying he's powerless. Give us some more time. In a better movie, we would have learned that he didn't actually lose his powers, but he rejected it after the apparent death of his older brother. So he's Luke Skywalker on um, sure or whatever planet that was. Ah, God damn it. It's the only thing I don't like about the liking the new sequels for the most part. It's like, I, I don't have time to learn new planets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or what's his name? David... Unbreakable. Oh, David Dunn. David Dunn, right? Mm-hmm. Rejects his powers, to, chooses the opportunity to live a normal life. So I guess. Yeah, look how that worked out for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Look how it worked out for Luke Skywalker. <laughs> oh, oh, wah, wah. There's this layer of deception I thought was could have been interesting. It's, but it isn't, it isn't executed here. It isn't executed well. And the problem is, it happens after a whole bunch of. Just foibles and ridiculousness in this movie. I mean, the credits have just finished, and I have written six notes about how much I hate this movie already. But then you learn you're not in for a good ride. Chevy Chase explains... We've been tracking a pan-dimensional anomaly that seems to be moving toward our time-space continuum. He's using pretty standard techno babble. Sure. And then... Rip Torrin says, Dr. Grant, I speak Greek, not geek. First of all, if you speak Greek, guess what? You're a fucking <laughs> geek. You're speaking a 2,000-year-old dead language. Uh, uh, Latin's a dead language. Greek is not a dead language. How dare you? It's dead. Yeah. You want to talk about leaning on the tropes. The word montage appears in my notes five times. I'll list them. So many fucking I'll list montages. Them. We have the audition montage. Mm-hmm. The evaluation montage, mm-hmm. the training slash testing montage, mm-hmm. the memory montage, mm-hmm. and finally one last training montage. Good lord! So that fast forwards through a whole bunch of the movie. <laughs> no. Sure does. It's, so much like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, sure. uh, which is uh, honestly better movie than this. Haven't seen it yet, but it's, I know we're going to watch it. It's got um, uh, Declan. Shit from Stranger Things, the mullet boy. Oh, the uh, the bad guy. Yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tommy. No, fuck. Okay. The only the, the only character that the being cried when they died. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The stepbrother who's 
Yeah, Max's stepbrother. Oh, it's Dacray Montgomery. Yeah, nice Australian actor. Yeah. Um, Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Billy Hargrove. Billy. It was one of those douchebag names. Apologies to Billy's. I I know a couple of Billy's. They're very nice. (laughs) That's right. Uh, But in movies, much like uh, your namesake, Todd, if your name is Billy, you're probably going to be a dick. Probably going to be a dick. (laughs) Yep, 100%. Uh, yeah, Rip Torn is like, oh no, we're in trouble. Find me some kids, misfits, outcasts, weirdos. Why not just say, get me teenagers with attitudes? Because that's what they fucking said on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, oh you know what? I, I, I should have had six montages in here because you could have the recruitment montage, right? Yeah, we go right into a montage. And it is unclear if these kids know they have powers or not. I, you know, they they should. No, no. They must. They all use them in this recruitment. Then Tucker should have not been on that diving board. I blame that all on him. If you know that your body could, I don't know why it does it when he goes inflate. Yeah, I think it's intentional. I think it's because they're laughing at him. Very no. Well, I thought they were laughing at him. I thought that's his revenge. But then he looks super sad when he's sitting in. Maybe in the water. because he succumbed to his darker natures. Yeah. L- listen, uh, we're not. Uh, at one point, Joseph asked a question. Oh, what was it? it why was would it, this movie it, happen? It was a ridiculous plot hole. <laughs> he goes, why would they ever do that? I go, I'm sorry. Are you looking for logic in this movie? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think another thing is after the weirdos, the, the credits continue and it says soundtrack by... Smash, Smash Mouth. Mouth. And I wrote the entire soundtrack. It's Smash Mouth. It is. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, spoiler. After about 45 minutes, I realized that my TV did have the function of watching <gasps> at a ha- of higher speed. So I oh, last watched the last bastard. half of the movie at one and a half times normal You're speed. <laughs> uh, and even with that, Joseph was like, is that Smash Mouth? I was like, yep, sure is. Yeah. Um, Moving on. Hey, uh, dear, who who made this garbage pile of movie? Universal? Uh, this is production Columbia. Columbia. Oh, distributed so Sony. by Sony. Yeah. Hey, Sony, don't take under pressure and make it <gasps> be sung by anyone else than David Bowie and motherfucking Queen. That's if you right. do it any other way, you ruined it, especially <laughs> making it smash mouth. Smash mouth. That was a that was a bad choice. It started. I'm like, oh, okay, good. Wait, this isn't right. I sense a great disturbance in the force. That's what's happening. They believe that the former Captain Zoom Jack has lost his powers, but he can train the kids, whip them up into a team. So, of course, the only logical thing to do is have Courtney Cox fake getting hit by a car. That, you know what, that was funny to me. <laughs> He's like, there's a car coming, lady. Like, he knows. Yeah. But the problem is he knows, but then... Is still somehow drugged? <laughs> like, I mean... Is he distracted by... Courtney Cox Stone was Cold a Fox. Stone Cold Fox smoke show. That, and that dress ha- she's in is... Had some unfortunate plastic surgery. Again, yeah. not saying anything out of... She admits to it. Oh, yeah. Has had work to fix it. But, dear Miss Cox, you were gorgeous. I mean, she's... You know, the work that she's had done to fix it. I don't know if you've seen her lately. She looks uh, good the again. The Friends Reunion. She looks good. Looked good. Yeah. She looks really yeah. good. I was like, oh, good. Yeah. She looked more human. <laughs> um, listen, what do you want to talk about here? Nothing. So that'll do it for the Super... <laughs> okay. Listen, I'll be honest with you. How about Biff Tanner being in this movie? Biff Tanner. So Biff? Two like, oh, gr- cool. He's going to be... Did he owe... Again, did he owe the director a favor? I almost think it, it must have been the other way around. Like, it must have been, like, they... So, Thomas Wilson, Biff, uh, the other great cameo... 
Squeaky. David Lander. Yeah. Rest in peace. Right? Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know what they're doing there. I mean, who knows? That could be one of those. Look, they got to work to keep their health insurance. Hmm, that's weird. I don't remember being in a movie called Benefits Lapsed. <laughs> oh, it could be a SAG thing. But I don't know. They've got to be. No, if voice, you're not working, you don't earn, right? But he's a voice on SpongeBob SquarePants. Who is? Thomas Wilson. Is he really? Yeah. Who is he? Uh... I say that as I have this computer open in front of me with a hyperlink on Thomas F. Wilson. I know that, uh, what was the guy on Coach? The um, blonde guy. Remember the show uh, Coach? With... I, I do. Was that uh, Jerry Van Dyke? Yeah, Jerry Van Dyke, but not him. The oh. the big dumb guy. Oh, I, oh, oh, I I know that that is a guy. He's Patrick, oh, and he's okay. also Marshall's dad on. Um, oh, how I met your mother. He plays a bunch of flats the flounder, telt, tattletale strangler. Oh, Marty, sure. Patrick's yeah. dad. <gasps> wow, he's got a lot of. Uh, oh, he's got a lot of. Yeah, he's been working steadily as a voice actor. Holy cow! Yeah, that's his bread and butter now. In fact, uh, if you ever can find his stand, he did stand up for a bit. I don't think he does it yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah. But he did a, a whole thing about um, Back to the Future. He does voices for everybody. And you're like, you are a talented man. My understanding is his stand up was actually pretty good. And that I, I think he, he, he is, I think I've heard him express disappointment that he was almost kind of typecast as Biff. And in reality, he was the sweetest a, guy in the a world. Sweet and funny guy. You can see it like, because he's so good as Biff, yeah. But you can see it when he plays Buford Tanner in Back to the Future Three. Sure, like, sure. Oh, you're just a really good character actor. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, God. And unfortunately, because I'm sure he's a nice guy, but talk about punchable faces as Biff Tanner. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah. Every time I've I've seen Back to the Future a hundred uh, times. Sure, sure. When George McFly cold cocks him every time, I'm like you're yeah, him. <laughs> I like don't know what's coming. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh my God. I, I wasn't sure if I was watching the one where he doesn't punch him. Here's what I was shocked to find out. $75 million budget. Now, again, it's 15 years ago. Yeah. The CGI, I, let's be generous. It does not hold up. I question whether it looked good in 2006. It does not look good now. Some of it, like when he so, blo- when he blows up his head, I, was, I, I didn't know it had a $75 million budget. Yeah. But I was like, well, for 2006, that's not bad. The cow? The, I was like, the, wait a minute. Hang the, on. During I the, could do a better job. <laughs> during the audition montage, the kid that oh, blows a booger out no. of it. Like, it's the, it's the worst CGI. Like, I cannot believe that it. That was bad CGI. And then it exploding out of everybody's face. I was just like... This movie didn't know if it wanted to be a heartfelt movie, dealing, you know, Tim Allen dealing mm-hmm. with the stuff that happened to him, or a screwball comedy. Yeah, it's, it felt like it, a bad Tom Shadyac movie, yeah. and that Ooh, is saying a lot. That's saying a lot. I don't think it's the source material. I haven't read the source material, no. but as I was doing the research for it, it's not that. So yeah. it's got to be this adaptation. I, I, I just boy. Um, so CGI doesn't hold up. How depressing was the negative return on investment for the Wendy's product placement? <laughs> when that showed up, I was like, Wendy's? They wrote, they wrote a big check, and boy, they must have been disappointed. I wonder if they had toys. Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Didn't we talk about, was it Waterworld? I feel like we talked about another huge movie that had a huge, oh, no, was it the yeah. Turtles? No. What? It was. Yes. That, well, uh, so with the turtles, it was that Pizza Hut had all the pizza 
theme stuff and the toys in the movie they order fucking dominoes Domino's, and i'm like if i was pizza hut i would be like give us our money back but you know that's one of those ones where the contract is written so specifically Uh huh. yeah yeah i mean what the there's a sixth sense joke in this movie is it really yeah when we meet kate mara completely wasted in this film oh completely wasted uh gotta be go ahead it's gotta be an early oh 100 percent um, and she says, I see things. I believe it is. Chevy Chase goes, do you see dead people? <laughs> I see that you suffer from a massive inferiority complex. So in this, she is playing June moon. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's playing well summer Jones. Oh, uh, sure. June moon, summer Jones. He- hero name wonder age 16 in 2006. When this is released, Kate Mara was actually 23 years old. <laughs> And and again, being twenty three, some of the times, some of the stuff that she's wearing, the way like almost every time she's wearing the jumpsuit, it's always open to show her uh, athletic shirt underneath. I'm like, look, I know the girl is of age, yeah, but she's playing a sixteen yeah. year old. Yeah, the, Zip that shit up. That's word, gross. Kate Mara's first. Uh, IMDb credit is a Law and Order episode in 1997. So like every so ten other... years prior, yeah. <laughs> she's so when she's 13. TV. Uh, Good for 80, you. Th- yeah, 80. Yeah, what did I just say? She's born 83. So uh, 14. Or you could just say you said 10 years before, and then you said she was 23. Well, not, it's nine years. So 10. she's okay. 13, 14. 14. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Um, and she's got TV stuff. TV. 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 Uh, Law and Order, Everwood, Nip Tuck when she's Everwood. 20, Cold Case, Boston Public at 20, <laughs> CSI Miami, CSI. Uh, with last episode's uh, villain. James Spader, yeah, James Spader yeah. was on Boston Public for a yep. hot second, right? Yeah, yeah. That was... No, Boston Legal. Boston Legal. But I think Legal. they did a crossover episode. 2006, you know, she's just starting to leave TV. Uh-huh. How disappointing, right? Like, it must have been like, this is my big break. I've been working in t- mainly TV for 10 years. Just kidding. My jump. Yeah. What's our next thing after this? Uh, so, this, actually, 2006 is a big year for her. She's got, looks like, five appearances on 24. I was way out of 24 by this by this time, yeah. so I don't remember that. The movie Fireflies, nope. not Firefly, which looks like she is the lead. Um, she's a lead. And also that year, we are Marshall. So oh, listen, okay, you know she she's getting there. She's getting there. She's yeah. twenty three, getting yeah. five projects in one year. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her. Do you have that favorite bad movie you can't help but love? Or good movie your friends have never heard of that you demand they all see? Then the Never Heard of It podcast is for you. We're your hosts, Michael Fight and Caleb. And we scour the streaming universe, discovering movies you've likely never heard of and giving them a chance to help you plan your next movie night. Will it be good? Will it be bad? Will it have an animatronic snake coming out of the toilet? The only way to find out is by joining the Never Heard of It podcast each week, wherever you get podcasts. Hello, I'm Casey Ryan. And I'm Colin Ryan. And we're here to tell you about the new podcast coming to the Night Shift Radio Network. It's something two white cishet dudes have never covered. Star Trek. But here's the twist. The omnipotent god is actually a malfunctioning robot? No, well, maybe. But the real twist is we roped our mom into it. That's me. Hi, Hi, Mom. Mom. 
In the monthly podcast, we will cover all the Trek movies from the motion picture to beyond. Our lifelong love of Trek comes from being introduced to it by our mom at a very young age. But that's a story for the podcast. Look at you, Mom. You're a natural. That's why I'm the Admiral. So join us September 8th for our monthly podcast, Where No Mom Has Gone Before. Available on the Night Shift Radio Network, wherever in subspace you catch your podcasts. Now, which one is the one with the whales? Four. Can we talk about Jupiter? Who? The kid who farts. Oh, I didn't even catch his name. (laughs) When they're like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And... uh, Farts are funny, yes. Um, but Courtney's, Courtney's trying her best. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's this demographic of men who think when women are constantly clumsy, mm-hmm. like that's some weird a- attraction. Yeah. yeah. Once in a while, if they fall, okay. Like, uh, you know, who could do really good pratfalls and stuff was uh, Jennifer Aniston. Like, as the show went on, they're like, oh, Jennifer's genuinely funny. Physically funny, They seem to forget that when she booked Friends, she had the option of doing Friends or doing fucking Saturday Night Live. So she's funny. Oh, no kidding. Oh, yeah. Jennifer's very funny. Well, oh, wait. Horrible bosses, one and two. (laughs) If I'm flipping channels and that's on, I'm stopping. She's, yeah. I mean... Question of what she does in, in Horrible Bosses, uh, too. Uh, I'm stopping. Yeah, I know, but just have to point I'm out stopping. that she full-on drug rapes Charlie Day. Listen, you know, it, uh, you know it's a different time. And <laughs> a whole five years ago? Uh, listen, it's Jennifer Aniston. I'll deal with it. Okay. But what? the amount that Courtney falls in this movie, I was like, okay. Yeah. I it would have been a better payoff when surprise only if you're 12 that she has powers sure if she her powers were well, like super balanced they, jumping yeah. around not blowing fucking rainbows out of her mouth yeah I, yeah I'm sure this totally works in the books in the original source material it just does not work here in any way so I always have a problem with on the show the flash they will reference marvel a okay, lot. They're sure. like, oh, he's as strong as the Hulk. I'm yeah. like, don't fucking mix universes. And don't right. also don't make it like, oh that one's fictional. This, this one's the comedy. Yeah. How about this movie doing it to both universes? Both of them. Faster than Quicksilver, the Flash, and Superman all together. Is Superman known for fast? He's well, sure. <sighs> I mean Flash beat him. So well, sure. Um so you yeah, I just mean, end, you could have just said Quicksilver and Flash. I mean, ta-da. Yeah, sure. Uh, so concussion comes back. They fight him. He turns back to the the light side, and his eyes change color. <laughs> yes. and happily ever ever after. And Let's movie? spend a hot second. Oh, okay. oh, wait. Let's spend a hot <laughs> oh, second oh, on. Thought I had it there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> can we count? Even though it was long before, but can we count Tim Allen's Zoom costume as oh. cultural appropriation of the Black Panther costume? It's like what the fuck? Wait, is- it's the black. It's a black. Spandex bodysuit with is a motorcycle helmet? Not, not Tim Allen. <laughs> like the one shot where he's in it full body, yeah. people keep walking in front of me, he keeps pulling people like, don't look at my gut, don't look at my gut. Oh my. I mean, these scenes are so short and fast, and it, it's a jumble of ideas they made into a movie. It, yeah, it, nothing works. To the point, the, the, the fucking baseball scene. Did you notice what was in the baseball scene? The goddamn robot and the UFO spacecraft that have not been introduced in the film yet. Fuck and you. 
Uh, I was like, hey, what's that robot? Is that a... And then it gets introduced sausage? and I went, yeah. hang on. And I rewound it. Yes, I did that to myself. And I was like, <laughs> nerd! Oh my God, are you kidding me? He's in the first shot of the baseball game mm-hmm. when it's like a crane shot. Yep. If you look in the bottom left corner, which don't ever watch this movie again. Um, <laughs> oh, don't worry, I won't. See, you see the robot. And yeah. then over here is the spaceship. I'm like... But in like two scenes, the kids are going to be like, oh my God, a robot. Oh my God, a UFO. Like you were playing baseball with it. It's almost as if this movie doesn't make any sense. It's almost as if this scene was supposed to be later, which it would have made more sense later. Sure. If I cared, you would be 100% correct. (laughs) I just, Zoom gets kicked out of that meeting. Jack. Yeah. And then there's a screwball moment with him. And then he goes to Courtney and is mad. I'm like, I don't get. Yeah. clearly the thought was superhero movies are hot. Let's do a superhero movie. And Tim Allen's like, yeah, I'm going to do a superhero movie. Oh my God. It's just, there's nothing. I I think that was the extent of the thought process. Uh, Was this movie released in 3d? It had to be because clearly the baseball, the eyeballs, the, yeah. yeah, uh, Lots of moments were like, Oh yeah. Remember we, this is in (laughs) 3d. We were really obsessed with 3d. Yeah. Listen, I'm done. I got nothing else to talk about. Oh, I got one more thing. Okay, okay. Go for there's it. a screen that keeps showing the cyclone that is concussion. Yes. And at one point, before things really go bad, it's pretty much like after they fail the danger room the first yeah. time, yeah. it says two days. Yep. Then a day and a half goes by, and they're standing there again. It's Rip Torn and Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase goes, 48 hours. Top. That's two days. That's true. That's already happened. Yeah. Did he stop to pee? Once again, almost as if this movie makes no sense. All right. So the end of this movie, because I cannot spend any more of my energy on this. I refuse to. This new team is formed, but Zoom's still in charge. He and you know, they're not gonna go fight. He's gotta go reason with his brother. Spoilers, that doesn't work. His older brother. His older brother. Doesn't work. Joke about, you know, Tim Allen got old. Right, like, yeah. And then, of course, he his he always had his powers. Zoom was always Zoom. He goes back. He, he gets just the went suit. into he like did, it was in repression because of the guilt of his brother. I'm like, his brother's still bad. Well, Find another reason. But <laughs> again, in a better movie, it would have been he thought his brother was dead. He didn't know he was in this other dimension. You're right. Okay, again, so that makes in a, sense. In a better movie, that would have been better done better executed it's not here so this movie ends with comic book panels explaining everything you see because they didn't want to spend the money on giving them all actual physical super suits that's right. it's all just in this drawing yep and movie, movie. outtakes which you know if you've gone oh, the that best far, part of the movie if you've if you've stuck it out, watch the outtakes. Or go onto YouTube and type in Zoom outtakes. <laughs> there you go. Well, don't there type. You, go. you gotta type in the whole thing. So the other reason why this movie sucks, I'm going to leave to come here tonight. Yeah. And Danny's putting the bear to bed, and I go and go. All right, I'm going. She goes, Yeah, into the office. Goes, no, I'm going to Todd's to record. She goes, It says in our calendar, <laughs> Zoom recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says uh, uh, TSBHC recording. Prince Zoom. I go, oh. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The name of the movie is Zoom. That makes a lot of sense. I am sorry. She goes, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> All right. So, Casey, 
We've got some questions. You've made me answer them for worse movies, so sure. What was the one that I tried to bail? This may be the worst movie we've watched. That is so close to current time. There are a couple in there that are just... most recent bad worst movie. Yeah, yeah, this is... But okay. Todd, who was your favorite character? Uh, you know, Kate Mara. Sure. Why not? Wonder. Yeah. I don't think there's enough of her in the movie. Sure. But I'm going to say Kate Mara too, because, you know, sure. Why not? She's two thirds of a good Sue storm also. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Hey Casey. (laughs) And I, I am contractually obligated to ask you this question. What is the quote unquote best scene the outtakes. Come on, the man. Outtakes. The outtakes. Yeah, there you go. Oh, thank God. Oh, super easy. on that one. Because <laughs> it's sure ain't anything that's happening in the actual oh, movie. Oh, God, no. Hey, Todd. Yeah. Uh, first time I'm asking you this of, question Of course. Tonight. I've never heard this before. Uh, what's one scene you would cut? Oh, that's a tough one. I think if you start, there's a scene that starts is comic book panels, and then it kind of yeah. ends as mm-hmm. comic book panels. I think everything in between you can ju- could just go away. Uh, I'd cut the kid... With uh, cut the kid. Oh shit! <laughs> it's got dark real quick. I'm not that angry about this movie, yeah. but I would take the kid out that blows the snot booger. Uh, sure. Just so it's unnecessarily gross. Yeah, agree. Casey, who is the actor having the most fun? You know, uh, I think it is Courtney. I, I think you're. I right. think she's having a good time. It also falls into the slight trap of actors who have just had kids because her. Her daughter, Coco, mm. is now three when, when she's making this movie. Sure. So, well, yeah. two, three. So she's like, she's looking at her, probably going, I need to make something that cause she can't watch Friends for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, watch uh, watch your mom boink uh, your, yeah. your uncle a bunch of times. Yeah. Watch your uncle pee on your mom. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. That's a deep cut. Good deep for you. Cut. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so once again, uh. the IMDb score for this movie was a 4.4. Out of 10. Uh, 0.4. 0.4. 0.4. Yeah. This, is, this is garbage pile of the most epic sense. It's just. I award you no points. May God have mercy on everyone's soul. That's correct. Uh, Dad's breakdown. Listen. No. no don't, what, like, uh, yes, you. But the goon was disappointed I watched it without him. This is the movie. This is the movie. This is the movie. And Joseph was just astonished. He had seen it years ago, remembered it, and reveled in the Good for the, I'm that glad it was. someone enjoys yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, we hinted at it in the beginning and then we missed it because we didn't want to talk about sure. this movie. But I'm sorry. The kid turns invisible. Oh yeah. And then he has Claire, second sight? Claire sentience. Claire sentience, is yeah, that what that's mind called? Mind sight. What the fuck? Yeah. I for no reason. And there's no like there's no explanation to it. No, no one else. Sure. Uh, wonder, Kate Mara has two powers. She has telekinesis and, um, you know, she's an empath. But she's an empath. It still, like, it still deals with, bo- with eh, the mind. Okay. All right. At, at least it makes a little more sense. It's not invisible and being able to watch what? Kate Mara Ooh, work out. Line? Yeah, border. Gross. Dance. I think oh, she was dancing. dancing. Yeah. Either way, I'm like, Either get way. out of there. Get out of her Get room. Out of there. She's 16. That's right. Get out of there. That's right. 16 or 23. Yeah. <sighs> Doesn't make it any better. She's portraying a 16-year-old. Agree. Agree. Uh, all right. So, um, yes, don't watch this. Don't. don't watch this with your kids. Don't watch this at all. But, yeah. hey, let's, uh, let's, let's move to better things. Okay. Why don't we, um, 
why don't we talk, why don't we see what we're gonna watch next? And now it's time to well. Before we do that, Casey, let's announce our Patreon. <laughs> okay. So uh, this season for Patreon, yes, we are going to do um, not movies that made us. No, because, because that that's is somebody else's and thing. It, it, the person who, uh, and we're not going to do movies that to be buried it? with. Oh, because that is uh, Brett uh, Goldman. Is that okay. his name? From Roy Kent from Ted Lasso. Oh. Okay. I'm not going to fuck with that guy. Okay. No. <laughs> Got it. Got it. I'm going to go with influential movies. Sure. I'm tired sure. and I can't think of anything sure. more interesting. Should have thought of it today. Didn't. Oh, well. We're going to start with me. Yes. We've done this loosely, but we said, we said roughly oh, yeah. speaking, we said, if you, if we think back to ourselves as kids, mm-hmm. teenagers, young adults, young adults, so, we're going to cover. Yeah. So. <laughs> We Spoiler, didn't define most it. Most of mine are going to be kid to young. Okay, yeah, no worries, teenager no worries. Age. But trying to show that progression over time. Sure. Right? What are those like, movies that were so seminal? To what is a movie like? Uh, hey, if you want to learn like how I how I view the world, yes, please watch this movie. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. <clears throat> we, so I have no idea what you're going to. No, gonna no, we, yeah, not, we, have, we don't know. Yeah. Well, you've Spoiler. got a, you've got an idea for one of mine, but <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Spoiler, Chuck knows all of them, because before you joined the call the other day, I told him. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) So, we're going to start with a little movie about a boy and his alien. That's right. We're going to watch E.T., the extraterrestrial. The movie that makes me cry. Yay. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, Yeah, fun, Todd. You hear hear how fun, Uh, how excited you are about my choice? Just remember that when you make me watch... Uh, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Listen, we haven't we haven't announced them yet. You're, you're now you're just rampantly speculating. I will speculate all day. Oh, <laughs> uh, so listen, go check out our Patreon for that. Go to Patreon.com/slash/tsphc. Couple bucks a month just shows that you appreciate what we're doing. Thank mm-hmm. you. That helps us uh, purchase these nicer mics. Helps <laughs> us keep the lights on. Um, Five dollars a month unlocks a boatload of. Of bonus content, yeah, ten dollars a month gives you some influence with uh, some decisions we make. But you know, listen, go do five bucks, get the bonus content, download everything, and then you know, take a break if you need to. You know, we appreciate it. So, yeah, thank you. Totally. Um, All right. So, so now, now we've got it for our mainline podcast and now it's time to pick the next movie from thor's helmet i did it all quarantine it's your turn <laughs> yeah you really For pulled some while. shit <laughs> that's right <laughs> beyond that i just don't like doing <laughs> all right and okay. i'm the one who came over with it yeah we'll pick them randomly every time we do i'm like why why Did I- didn't you say paul Shear has abandoned their they were doing like a roll the afi's 100 <sighs> Film. Yeah, because they made it through all 100 films. Oh, now, I, I don't you know said what they started I picking. Yeah, because I haven't listened to Unspool in a while. Okay. Um, for no other reason than I just don't have time. So while <clears throat> we were talking there, I reached in, I grabbed a, a slip. Oh, I God. don't think there's a lot of letters on it. Okay. So that could be, oh, God. M- there's many series with short, so I'm just going to. Oh, oh God! What is? I'm it? excited for this. Uh, I don't think you're going to be as excited. So this is a comic book adaptation uh, that I think you just have to embrace as a postmodern view on the superhero genre. And if it's violent and dark in parts, it's a reflection of the genre. We are watching the Mark Millar Kickass. Oh no, I like Kickass. It's Kickass, kick-ass too. Kickass too. You don't like? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well then, uh, let's watch that trailer. How come? 
come nobody's ever tried to be a superhero? Well, I don't know. Probably because it's impossible. Putting on a mask and helping people? How's that impossible? Dude, if anybody did it in real life, they'd get their ass kicked. Oh, no, I'm just standing around, you know. No, not... I was just a regular guy. Hey, gorgeous. Hey, my only superpower oh. was being invisible to girls. <laughs> the comic books had it wrong. You don't need a power to be a superhero. Leave him alone! It's none of your business! Yes, it is. Hey, there's a dude dressed like a superhero out there a bunch of guys. Who are you? I'm Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass has become the latest internet phenomenon. This is awesome. It's actually pretty good. He should call himself Ass Kick instead. <laughs> He's inspired a wave of real-life superheroes. Tool up, honey buddy. It's time to get bad guys. You want to go fight some crime? Let's see what you can do. This guy comes out of nowhere. This would be the guy that looks like Batman. You're telling me one guy killed eight of my men tonight? I got to send a public service message that being a superhero is bad for your health. So you want to play? Who are you? I'm Hit Girl. And that's Big Daddy. Kick ass. Red mist. Oh, that kind of hurt. Oh, yeah. I think I'm in love with her, dude. I want this place locked down. Nobody comes in, nobody goes out. It's a little kid. Oh, yeah. Didn't see that, did you? That's right. We're superheroes. You love us. It's great. We got Quicksilver back again. We got Quicksilver, yeah. Both Quicksilvers. That's right. We do. We totally do. (laughs) And the daughter from How I Met Your Mother with uh, really inappropriate dialogue coming out of her mouth. Was was she on How I Met Your Mother? She's she's literally the daughter that sits there the whole time. I had no clue. Not the whole time. She's not like on screen the whole time, but yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. So on a 10-point scale, you want to guess at the rating for this movie. I feel like it's in the eights. I think I think people like uh, like eight point three, close uh, seven point six. Wow, that's I think that's pretty low. low. I think that's low. Yeah, yeah. I can see people in the eight point three not getting the dark satirical humor that this is. Sure, 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 sure. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, you know, you know who's fucking great in this movie? Everyone, Nicholas Nicholas Cage. Cage. Yeah. Easily some of his best work in decades. And we will get into how the voice came along next episode. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that is what's called. A tease. <laughs> All right. So, uh, boy, Casey, that was a shitty movie, but we got a couple of good ones. We got a couple up. of good movies. To good a... in Patreon. Good here. Yeah. 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 Keep it good in Patreon. It's yeah. Up to you. We will. We totally will. It's up to you. We totally will. Look at me. Hey. Look at me. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm the captain I'm the now. Captain now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. That's good. We got good stuff coming yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I think oh. I think you're going to be very happy with my youth pick. I think you're going to be very happy with that one. Is it the secret of Nim? <laughs> it's the secret of Nim. No. Is yes. it really? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. All right. Well, you know the first two episodes of our Patreon series. Oh, oh the poor turkey fell down. Yeah. I can't wait. Now, full disclosure, I have not seen it in 
decades. Full disclosure, I watched it last year during quarantine with uh, The Bean and Danny, and both of them were like, why did you make me watch this movie? I'm like, I think it's the kind of movie you got to watch as a kid and then have the nostalgia. Okay. Well, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking for, forward to Are you okay. kidding me? Nicodemus? Nicodemus, yes. The, 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 the Great sorry. Owl? Bob Newhart? I'm sorry. I love me some... Isn't he the voice of no. the... No. Of the Nicodemus? No, 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 no. The, the lead, the... No, it's, uh, it's, uh, wait, I'm going to think of it. Go ahead. It's someone crazy. It's who's doing the voice of Jeremy. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's not, I don't know why I was thinking. Who is it? I can't think of it. Dom DeLuise. No, no. Well, that's, 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 Jeremy. that's Jeremy the Crow. Oh. Who's, uh, that's right. Not Jeremy. What's, um, what's the rat that helps Mrs. Frisbee? Oh, see, I was thinking, I, I don't know why I was thinking, yeah. in my memories, but, so that's how long it's been. Ju- Justin? Justin, yes, Justin. Peter Strauss. Yes. Uh, you know who Nicodemus is? It's um, John, no. It, he kind of looks like, well, but. It's not it, John Houston, but it's, it's like that same. It's, he's my, he is my definitive Hamlet, Mr. Derek Jacoby. Oh, it's Derek Jacoby is or Jacoby, uh, yeah. Is Nicodemus? Yeah. God damn it, this movie. Shannon Doherty is one of is the three. Teresa? Lo- uh, Will uh, Wheaton? There we go. <laughs> it's like, but who's the other kid? Timmy. Wow. That's uh, the kid that has pneumonia is Will Wheaton. It's like his first role ever. I think that, it's both their first roles. That is crazy. I fucking love this movie. So, Patreon, you just got it. Real time, I guessed it. Yeah, you sure did. You sure did. <laughs> In but, your eyes. Oh, how I wish we were. Because I was joking. I was like, uh, I love the no, secret of Nim. You'll and, have to tune into it's, Patreon. It's a perfect and, yeah, shows those why, are perfect, yeah. we, and why we are best friends. That's because correct. we both 100%. fucking love this movie. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's going to be fun. All right. I don't think. Okay. Dad's breakdown. I can already say I'm not going to get the bean to watch the movie again. <laughs> you she, did it once. Yeah. She hated uh, it. You know, I'm going to try and get both boys to watch it. Sure. I, I might be able to. Joseph might like it because it, it's it's dark in places. If I remember it's correctly, it's violent in places. Yeah. So he might like that. Okay. Holy oh, and it's a Don Bluth. That makes perfect sense. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don Bluth was always the, the known non, for the non Disney animated. Dream. Oh, and one Disney wasn't Bluth uh, the Black Cauldron? Wasn't that his? Oh, jam? probably. Probably. I feel like that was his jam, and that kind of got him fired from Disney. I'll bet it was. Uh, you know, I bet you're 100 percent correct. Yes, uh, while you're looking that up, The Black Cauldron Black was Cauldron, the yes. very first R-rated Disney movie first cut. Uh, he's only an uncredited background artist. In- really? It yeah, got in such a Bluth feel to it. Like yeah. the animation, like all Don Bluth animation, everyone's got very uh, full cheeks. It's <laughs> like the easiest, like think of uh, this, um, The Land Before Time. Yep. That all dogs go to heaven, Titan AE. I yep. mean, it's all down blue, and everyone just full <laughs> cheeks. Okay. Uh, all right. We've gushed about our, our two uh, Patreon picks. Almost I, flushed the memory of this horrible uh, Zoom out of our heads. I'm feeling so good about everything that's happened since that's we right. stopped talking about the movie. I'm so, I'm totally okay with this. Okay. So, Todd, yes. if someone wants to gush towards you yes, specifically yes, yes. about, uh, let's say, The Secret of Nim, sure. Um, where can they do that? Twitter, Instagram, TMP in SYR, blog, TMP in SYR.com. Hey, Casey, where can folks find you to tell you how happy they are you picked ET? <laughs> well, you can uh, send me uh, a Twitter, would be not Ryan Casey, and an Instagram. They can't really send me an Instagram. You can just 
comment yeah, on my Instagram. You could look at your pictures. Yeah, sure. sure. Uh, latest pictures of the bear and the bean on their first day of school. So, oh, yay. yay. That is not dot Ryan Casey. There's also a Instagram and Twitter for the podcast. We are TSPHC Tweets on Twitter, and we are uh, SuperPod HeroCast on Instagram. You can also uh, email us if you choose to at superpodherocast at gmail.com because only cap writes letters tony music for the podcast comes to us from two places our theme song is take a chance by kevin mcleod you can find his music at incompetech.com our beer music is feather duster by shane ivers find his music at silvermansound.com and lastly we've talked about patreon we should probably start doing this more yeah Please rate and review us on Apple Podcast. Again, five stars, please. Yes, please. Uh, uh, or if you feel we don't deserve that, tell us why. Yeah, Let yeah, us get better. Yeah, tell us why in an email. Don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't trash us on. Yeah, we have if, feelings. I read do. them. <laughs> I was do. down for like a day and a half <laughs> over that one. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Thanks so much. So, Todd, that'll do it for the Super Pod Hero Cast for this week. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. And for Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. And I've been your moderator, Danny Ryan. Be heroic. Holy shit, we know our next it's, three movies. And I'm good with all, all of, of them. them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was crazy. Todd, what's uh, what's the best scene? So it starts with a comic book panel, and it ends with a comic book no, panel. No, that's, that's what you would cut. <laughs> I said best scene. No, I just asked you best scene, which was well, you sure the did. outtakes. So I let's do this again. Yeah.